Hello and welcome to another edition of Flashpoint. I'm your host, Ryan Mills. Joining me today to discuss Hurricanes Harvey and Irma and the fuel and petrochemical industry's response to both is AFPM President and CEO Chet Thompson. Chet, thanks for joining me. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Chet, we know that multiple refineries were shut down during Harvey. What is their status today? Well, let me just say, certainly it's been a rough couple of weeks for the folks in the Gulf, and it's certainly going to be a rough period of time for those in Florida, and you know our thoughts are with all those folks. And the last couple of weeks has been rough for the U.S. refining sector, at least those located in the Gulf. But I think, and I'm happy to say, we've turned the corner. Uh, two weeks ago today, Harvey made landfall as a Category 4 storm. And as now everyone knows, it, it resulted in record rainfall for the area. At its peak, we had as many uh, as 24 refineries that were either completely shut in or were at substantially reduced run rates. That represented 25% of all U.S. refining capacity. We've never seen anything really quite like that. Today, uh, that number has been reduced to six. So we have six refineries today that are still shut down, uh, representing about 7% of U.S. capacity. So we've made a lot of progress in the last couple weeks. I'm very proud of that. And uh, I'm hopeful that in the coming weeks, we're going to see more of that capacity return. Talk a little bit about why you think the industry fared so well with Harvey. Well, certainly, you know, a big part of that was, you know, we were prepared. Uh, this storm, you know, it's not something that snuck up on the industry. Uh, we have been preparing and working with the government for years uh, to figure out the best way for us to respond to uh, natural disasters like hurricanes. And certainly we were prepared to put that in motion. And as soon as this storm started to, it became clear, was heading to the Texas coast, uh, our facilities, you know, went into their response plans and, and we're ready. And, and certainly one of the big reasons that we fared so well was our incredible workforce. Um, all of these facilities had employees that helped get the facilities ready. We had crews that uh, rode out the storm, really did uh, pretty heroic stuff on their part, staying at the facility for days when they were otherwise isolated. And all the while, you know, they were dealing with their own family issues uh, with the storm, uh, but they did incredible work. And another factor has been the uh, response of the local, state, and federal first responders, FEMA, uh, FEMSA, uh, DOE, the state, the governor. Uh, they, they have been fantastic. All of our members that I've heard from have really pointed out that the response to this storm from that first responder level has been better than ever before. There's been great communications and it really went a long way to uh, help us respond and really help consumers and to get our products and make sure that we kept stations wet. Uh, we had EPA was prompt in giving out, uh, coming up with their waivers. Uh, we were able to tap into the SPR pretty quickly. So overall, I would say our workforce being prepared and certainly the first responders have really helped us uh, you know, you know, weather the storm as well as we did. And how have U.S. refineries helped prepare for uh, Hurricane Irma, which is uh, approaching Florida? Well, we've been doing a fair amount there as well. You know, the, the risks caused by Irma are different than the risks from Harvey. You know, Harvey came right at the heart of the, the refining capacity. 
in the Gulf. Uh, Florida has no refineries, uh, nor no pipelines for that matter. So this isn't going to be uh, a storm that impacts the U.S. production capabilities. So our job in the U.S. refining sector is to make sure we can get fuel to the state, um, to make sure that folks have the fuel and the aviation fuel and everything they need both to evacuate the state uh, and to get in uh, you know, when the storm passes. So what our members have been doing over the last week is really pushing in as much fuel as possible into Florida through while the ports are open. And I heard there were deliveries made as recently as, as last night. Uh, the storm, I mean, the, the, you know, the barges and boats have to get in and get out before the ports close. Uh, EIA has reported that the state has near their five-year high in supplies uh, of, of fuel. I read that uh, from Port Everglades, the largest port uh, and terminal in Florida, that they believe they have a week's, at least a week's supply of fuel. So we, we went a long way to make sure we got product into the state, and we also have a fair amount of products staged. So those that supply Florida have fuel uh, on boats, on barges, ready to go. And as soon as the storm passes and the ports open, we'll be in a position to put more fuel back into the state uh, to make sure, again, that, that people have the resources they need and are going to need to respond to the storm. Well, Chet, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate it.